It's definitely good to be back one more again, giving you some more healing and more scriptures to um, um, bless your mind, bless your heart, bless you in your situation and lift you up in your hour of need. The Bible says something very interesting. It says that God, the Lord, my, my main man, Jesus, the Christ, is a very present help in trouble. <laughs> Not in a time of trouble, baby, because we always in, in trouble. So as soon as we wake up in the morning, trouble. But thank God that the that you know, I've just been hard for me to start speaking in tongues lately. I've just been going off of that the whole month of August. So please just forgive me, you know, just don't worry about it. It'll be all right in the bush. Matter of fact, I wish above of all things that you too that may speak with unknown tongues and be filled up with the gift of the Holy Spirit of God, and also that you may prophesy in the Namasha. But listen, right now, in Jesus' name of Jesus, I told you this is hard, it's hard to stop. But, but right now, in Jesus' name, I just want to bless you for a minute and, and give you some scriptures out of the book of 2 Kings chapter 20. Now watch this now. Like I said, Jesus Christ is a very present help in trouble. And it's a, reason, it's a reason why his mercy is renewed every morning. Every morning you wake up with new mercy because trust me, baby, in this life, you're going to need it. You're going to need the mercy of the Lord as the enemy is trying to come in like a flood. But I'm believing God that he shall lift up a standard against him right now. Every witch, every warlock, every demonic force, every rabbis, every false prophet, every false apostle, every religious demon, every rabbi shana, rabbi tiyama, rabbi, that will try to stop the move and the power of God, every demonic force of regret, every demonic force that's coming against your um, insecurities and against your mistakes and against your past and trying to make you feel on some type of way in the future. But right now, the devil shot and your present is all messed up in Jesus' name because of what you've done maybe back then. But right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, if you can just turn that thing around and know that God is able to make you stand. Second Kings, uh, Second Kings, I can't. Second Kings right now in the name of Jesus before I go off. And I can't go off in this hotel room, huh? But I will. Don't tempt me. Let me show you something real quick. Second Kings chapter 20 and around verse number 1. And in those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. This is the king. And he is sick and he is near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Now many preachers have misinterpreted this scripture. King Hezekiah is sick and he's about to die. The prophet has came to him and said, Set your house in order. For thou shalt die, not live. What, what he's saying is, get your affairs in order. Like a will. Get your affairs in order. Get everything that you need to do because you're getting ready to die, not live. Preachers have twisted the scripture. And preachers have trying to scare folk, I guess, into getting saved or guessing to living right or whatever they're doing. And said, well, y'all need to get y'all houses in order because God don't like ugly. 
Y'all need to get your houses in order. We got to get our house in order for the Lord to come back. That's not what he's talking about. <laughs> he's, telling him, he's telling this man, get your house in order. You're getting ready to die. Get your wheel together. Get, get, get who you want to have this type of money, who you want to have this, and who you want to be over this. And get your stuff together because you're getting ready to die and not live. It's, and we call it a wheel in our day. Shama. See how folks take scripture and try to twist it around and try to make you scared. God ain't trying to scare nobody into living right. God ain't got to scare you into praising him and worshiping him and getting saved. God loves folks into loving him. We love God because he first loved us. We don't love God because he first scared us. We love God because he scared us. But what are we doing? What are we doing? As a matter of fact, there are many people walking around sick right now because of false indoctrination of demons in there. And some of us are walking around right now because of things that we've done, perhaps, that, you know, that got us in a, in a, in a, in a situation. My God, I bullshit. There's many different reasons for a lot of things that's going on right now. Glory to God. But I want you to know this, that the mercy of the Lord endureth forever. Not two weeks now, but the mercy. Let me show you something. Let me read this. And in those days, Hezekiah was sick near death, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned. Watch what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah didn't call for the doctor. He didn't call for the priest. He didn't call the prophet back. Sometimes you have to go to God yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not enough just for someone else to believe. But you're going to have to go to God yourself. Rabbi, do he my she? And that's in my spirit. We're going to have us a prayer. Session before after we finish these scriptures out, he said, In those days, Hezekiah was sick near death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said, Your house, get your house in order, for thou shalt die and I live. Then he turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Sometimes, baby, you gotta cry it out. You don't pray and cry. I love that song back in the day, Donnie McClurk, when he started breaking down, say you don't pray and cry. You don't do all you can do. And after you've done all you can, just stand. Don't you love that song back in the day? Folks used to criticize that song too, and preachers would come out against it, but preachers always come out against something. <laughs> wow, what did I bullshit? Give me all, just, just, just praise God. Rabba, Rabba, dia. But, he turned his face toward the world because there's some news that you can get in your life that will cause you to weep. There's some diagnosis you can get in your life that may cause you to weep. There's some things that you can um, get in your life and, and get in your body that may bring you to your knees and you can weep bitterly. But weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Yeah, you just keep praying. Let me see what show you what happened now. He said that but he turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and saying, Remember now, Lord, how I pray 
and, and, and now how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what was good in your sight and has God with ability. Watch this. Then it happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle of the court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return until Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father. Oh, look at the devil. Who the devil is, man? Something you can't see um, because you're not following me on the video. But the enemy just got mad and tried to take and took away the video. But we're going to come right back at you, baby, because it's on tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's on tonight. Part, we just call this part two. For those who are following on YouTube, this is part two. For those who are already still following me on the podcast, it's just still part one, baby. <laughs> the devil can't win. Look what he says here. And, and it says in Isaiah uh, chapter 20, excuse me, 2 Kings chapter 20, and verse number 4, then it happened before Isaiah had gone out in the middle of the court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, return and tell Hezekiah the leader of my people. Thus said the Lord, the God of David, your father, have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears and surely I will heal you. And on the third day, you shall go up into the house of the Lord. That third day sounds familiar, don't it? When Jesus risen from the grave the third day, I prophesy to somebody right now, in three days, you're going to see better news than what you see today. Three days, three weeks, three months, three years, you're going to feel better than what you feel right now. My God in here, before the prophet Isaiah can even get out of the... Um, Hezekiah's house, the Lord answered the prayer like that. He told him to turn around. And he says, return and tell Hezekiah the leader of my people. Thus said the Lord, the God of David, your father, I've heard your prayer. I want you to know right now, some of you think you've been praying to the air. But I want you to know that God has heard your prayer and he has seen your tears. The tears that you cried secretly. The tears that you cried in your car. The tears that you cried secretly in your closet. The tears that you cried in your bed at night. The tears that your husband and your wife don't know about. The tears that your kids don't know about. The tears that you were never meant to anybody else that you cried. You might have cried over the heartbreak, cried over disease, cried over diagnosis. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I'm telling you right now in Jesus' name that the Lord from glory has heard your tears. And also, my God, excuse me, he has seen your tears and he has heard your prayer. My God. Well, watch this. He's heard your tears also. For your tears speaketh. Your tears speak. But you care about what you're going through. You care about your son. You care about your daughter. You care about your marriage. You care about your health. You care about the thing. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every secret tear and every secret prayer of you pray, you pray to get over a man. You have prayed to get over a woman. You don't pray to get over um, a, a business failure or a loss of a job or a loss of a home or a loss. You, some of you even cried over a loss of an affair. <laughs> no doubt. And those are tears that you um, don't want nobody else to know that you cried. 
But right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Hezekiah was not before the church. He was not before the priest. He was on his, in his own home, and he turned his face toward the wall. Let me tell you something. People will always try to coach you and dictate to you how prayer should be done. But when you're really going through something um, strong, and when you're really going through something um, traumatic in your life, you don't care if you're praying on your knees. You don't care if you're praying standing up. You don't care if you're praying on the wall. You don't care what church it is. You don't care if you're in your car. In the midst of what you're going through, you decided right there, then and there, I have to pray to the Lord. And that's what you're going through right now. Stop waiting till Sunday. Stop waiting till Wednesday. Stop waiting till it's convenient. Stop waiting for the choir. Stop waiting for the preacher. Stop waiting for the pastor. You need to turn your face toward the wall right now and give God my God in here, give him some praise and cry out to him right now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I feel I've been diagnosed with some kind of disease. I've been, I feel like the death of a relationship with my son and my daughter has left me. I feel like in that motion, my marriage is dying. I feel like my Lord God, I just don't feel like myself anymore. And I need you right now to come in and bless me and strengthen me. Father, remember me, Lord God. Let me show you something. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 38, the same situation. This is the book of 2 Kings. Let me show you something. Isaiah, chapter 38. My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the God, fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isaiah, chapter 38. I'm going to show you some things in the Word of God. And this is Isaiah, chapter 38. Around verse number one. This is the same situation, same man, Isaiah, the same prophet, Hezekiah, the same king. And over in the book of Isaiah, chapter 38, Isaiah writes about this um, over here also. It says, In those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Now, the Bible says something very interesting. The Bible says, God has spoken once. And yea, twice have I heard this, that power belonged to God. If God says something once, listen. But if God says something twice, you better listen. God comes to you again and gives you an account of this same situation because he wants you to understand that you can come to him in prayer and he hears your prayer. And if you cry tears over anything in your life, he has seen those tears also. Mm. I hear the Lord saying this in my spirit. Your crying will not be for no reason. <laughs> they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. If you're sown in tears, you're going to reap in victory. If you're sown in tears, you're going to reap in joy. Uh, you know what reaping? Well, if you sown in tears, in return, you're going to get a victory. If you're sown something in tears, in return, you're going to get joy. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, and as I'm praying for you, that if you have cried a cry over that son, you cried over that daughter. You cried over that husband. You cried over your own self. 
You cried over mistakes you have made. Some of you have cried over career you've lost. Some of you cried because you didn't go to college and you figured, well, I should have went to school. Some of you don't cried over I didn't go to nursing school. I've cried because you felt like you wasted your life or wasted your youth and you gave all your good years to the wrong man or the wrong woman and you feel like your life has just been a waste and you're feeling yourself, if I can just go back in time, then I would, I would say no to the man when he proposed to me. My God, here, but don't think like that in Jesus' name, for your, not, your life has not been a waste. Hmm, for I will restore to you the years, the Lord says, that the bad marriage has taken away, that the disrespectful children have taken away, that the affair took away, that the mistakes took away, that the disease took away, that my, my God in here, that the uh, disrespectful mother, mother-in-law took away. Right now, in the name of Jesus, your life has not been a waste. For if you have sown love, if you have sown tears, you're going to get in return a victory in Jesus' name. Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall. And then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember me now, Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth with a loyal heart and, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. It's been a bitter time for you, ain't it? It's been a bitter road for you, haven't it been? And you've been in pain mentally, not physically, not really physically, but mentally you've been oppressed. But I want to talk to you right now because what I want you to do is to live out the rest of your days in mental peace. I want you to live out the rest of your days in mental peace. I pray over you right now, mental peace. And there are some people in your life that's taken away peace. Oh, my God, in here. It is, not, it is a painful thing mentally to come home to chaos. And it is double harmful to go to a job that's chaos and come home to chaos so your whole life is that chaos but right now in the name of Jesus he is Jehovah Shalom and he is the God of peace he is the Prince of Peace and I pray right now the peace of God to surpass all your understanding that it will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What does that mean? That surpass your understanding. That means that you may be still in that situation, but you got peace all of a sudden. You don't know why. You don't know how. You don't know who. It is the same man. It is the same woman. It is the same children. It is the same job. It is the same situation, but I got peace. My God, I'm going to have to get up on them. I'm going to have to shout. I'm going to have to do something. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I want you to have peace. I want you to have peace on the job. I want you to have peace in your home. I want you to have peace at work. I want you to have peace in that relationship. I want you to have peace with your children. I want you to have peace at the doctors. I want you to have peace at the psychiatrist. I want you to have peace at the chiropractor. I want you to have peace at the market. I want you to have peace at the movies. I want you to have peace in your car. I want you to be surrounded with peace. In the bush, that even now, when you enter into somebody else's house, home, they will feel the peace of God on you. Sometimes we're sick because we don't have peace. 
sometimes we're uh, so much under pressure that we don't have peace. But I pray the peace of God to surpass all your understanding shall guard your hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. Look what he says here. Isaiah 38 now. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, thus says the Lord. The Lord is getting ready to answer you real soon. The God of David, your father, have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears, and I will add to your days 15 years. I don't know how long you got on this earth. I don't know how long I have on this earth. But whatever the set time is for us to our demise, I pray the Lord won't do it. I, I pray that he will add 15 years to that. You don't believe he'll do it. He did it for Hezekiah Walker. He did it for Hezekiah. I'm excuse me, Hezekiah Walker. He did it for Hezekiah. And he's no respecter of persons. I want you to have the next 15 years of peace. Here's what I'm talking to you about. Here's what I'm prophesying to you. Get what I'm saying to you right now. You, you have spent the last 15 years in, in bitterness and in war within yourself. The next 15 years, I just want you to have peace. I don't want you to worry about how much money you got or don't got. I don't want you to worry about a wife or a husband. If you are single, I don't want you to worry about getting married. If you are married, I don't want you to worry about getting a divorce. You the whole, who are just out there, I just want... Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I want you to get the Holy Spirit of God and be baptized in Jesus' name and fill it with the Spirit of God. But I want you to have peace. He says, I will see, I've seen your tears. The Lord has seen your tears. And I will add to your days 15 years. And I will deliver you this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city. God is getting ready to defend you. He's getting ready to defend you. You was getting ready to die, but now he's getting ready to defend you. You was getting ready to give up, but God is getting ready to defend you. You was getting ready to throw in a towel. You was getting ready to just say, forget it and throw your hands up. You was getting ready to have a nervous breakdown. But right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he says, I will defend you. And this is a sign you, to you from the Lord that the Lord will do this thing which he has spoken. Behold, I will bring the shadow to the sundial and which has gone down with the sun on the sundial from Ahaz 10 degrees backwards. So the sun returned 10 degrees on the dial by which it had gone down. Watch this right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God is getting ready to give you a sign, baby. Just look up. Show your redemption draw now. That's a revelation. Look up. For your redemption, draw now. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed. God bless you and keep you.